0: You're listening to Marketing Matters on Business Radio.
1: Welcome back to Marketing Matters here on Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the Patty and J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing. And I'm joined by my co-host, Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and the Brand Identity Theorist. And this is our spotlight segment. And today we're very excited in anticipation of Halloween to be joined by Stephen. Silverstein, the Chief Executive Officer, the CEO of Spencer Spirit Holdings, which operates two distinct lifestyle retail brands, Spencer Gifts, and more importantly for the season, Spirit Halloween. Spirit Halloween is the largest Halloween retailer in North America, and we are so delighted to have Stephen with us. Hello, Stephen.
2: Hey, Barbara. How are you?
1: So tell us, how long have you been doing this? Open up these spirit stores all over the world around this month. <laughs> uh,
2: how long have I been doing this? Well, I've been doing this for 18 years, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it keeps getting better every year. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: so how is it different this year? You still have to open up all your stores just in time for Halloween. And I, they must be full-blown now, right, because Halloween is oh, yeah. this week.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 1,412 locations were open. Certainly this year I presented challenges that we, we had uh, not anticipated. Uh, you mentioned the supply chain. That's certainly something we had to overcome. Labor markets, people are talking about, and certainly we're still in a, not post-COVID, but we're still impacted by, by all of that. But I tell you, it's been a remarkable year.
1: I had to say, one thing must have been working for you. You must have found great storefronts to open. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, yeah, it, it, it's a great, it,
2: certainly there, was, there were advantages. In that. But, you know, we, we look at it as, you know, the real estate market is always fluid. Uh, And we've operated in tight real estate markets and and, in more wide open real estate markets. So that's only part of the secret sauce. It's really being able to be very flexible with the kinds of uh, of operations we can use, the kind of buildings, the kind of real estate. So that's really the bottom line. So you
1: mentioned the supply chain. I mean, you knew about that going into the season, I guess, because it's been going on ever since we opened up. So... Tell us something smart about it. Because all I've heard is craziness.
2: (laughs) It it was crazy. And we knew about it. But really, just prior to the the, the stuff really started happening just prior to the uh, bulk of our shipping season. Mm. Um, We had a little bit of good fortune in the sense that we tend to take our goods earlier than most uh, because we're going to stand up 1,400 stores, and so there's got to give yourself a little bit of time. So we generally were four to six weeks earlier than, than our competitors. But the truth is, what happened as a result of that is we ended up getting our goods much later into the season, up to mm. and including last week, which we were never receiving goods in October before. Wow, interesting, interesting.
0: Yeah. So, uh, sorry, Go just ahead. just to jump in, sorry, Barbara, because uh, I love I, I love this, and I was asking Barbara in a previous segment, Stephen, what her go-to costume is going to be this year i want (laughs) and i may ask you as well but i I want give us a sense of like how i'm just my mind i can't wrap my mind around the the, the, how difficult it must be to manage all of these moving parts just and let's just focus on this one thing like the inventory how do you determine like we need to have xyz costumes in this spaces and these domains in these geographic markets at this time i mean how does all this
1: work And let me just tack on to his question and so you have, we'll give you the floor. The other thing that I've heard other retailers are doing is they've been trying to shift um, consumers' expectations so that they can, you know, really deliver something because the supply chain has thrown such obstacles in the way. So add to what America is saying in general, how do you manage this nightmare of a thing in terms of supply chain and with the... The problems of supply chain and what's happening to consumer expectations—are they forgiving or so? There's a whole bunch of questions.
2: There are a whole bunch of questions there, and it's not a nightmare to us. We're not scared of it. We're not scared of anything. <laughs> um, I love this. <laughs> it was so much fun. It's scary. That's our that's our whole Listen, you know, it's a it's a great question, and and certainly that's the last 18 years and even prior to that, those are the questions that we've been really perfecting. And one of the things I will tell you about Spirit is that it is a uh, operational and logistical machine. Uh, And we really have over the years sort of perfected our ability to anticipate um, where demand down to the timing, et cetera, of uh, of when when it all happens. And so we can see early on in the season our profile can, t- can detect, well, where are these trends going and, and where should we be diverting inventory and where are we going to see the performance happen and So we're, we're, it's a very scientific part of what we have to do. Um, and so that's all relying on our logistics. Now, I answer your question, Barbara, which I do think is different this year, is we've seen selling curves that, as I'm telling you, historically have been consistent year over year over year. And this year, I think because of all the news about supply chain and scarcity and possible lack of availability, I, it could very well be that the consumer is, um, is opting to shop a little earlier. Halloween notoriously is last minute, the day of, day before. Um, and I'm feeling that maybe this year, uh, the consumer is getting out there a little earlier, which actually is better for everybody.
1: Yeah, I mean that has been the message on all the shows I've heard. Get out early. supply, like mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to find what you need. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want that special costume, I could totally imagine people are thinking, "Okay, it's on me now. Mm-hmm. I've been warned." <laughs>
0: interesting, interesting. So but I always, what... I've always wondered, though, just like how, how are, so are each of these stores? Are they they do they have wildly different inventory? To Barbara's point, that is specified to that unique kind of demand in that market or how does this get managed? I just, I'm struggling to put my head around this.
2: Well, you know, it's interesting. You know, we it's a more of a tweak and a fine tune. It's not so vastly different, but the thing about Halloween that you, you were sort of alluding to is, look, it's such an array of different things. There's not this one place that you have to go. It's really literally hundreds of, of choices and ideas. Uh, and we do everything from humor to horror, from classic to pop culture. It's, uh, uh, you know, that this is a broad variety. And what makes spirit so exciting and enticing and such a great uh, destination is people can find so many different choices. And, and what we're doing when you're talking about going from store to stores, there's a bit of tweaking that will go on. But, you know, it's, it's hundreds and hundreds of uh, different ideas.
1: Okay, one more question, then we're going to get into the fun stuff, but I just got to get the business covered. Yes. You said the labor. So what what happened there?
2: <laughs> you know, it's an interesting thing. We have we hire 25,000 associates seasonally. Okay. So we stand up the whole organization, including all of these uh, uh, seasonal associates. And the good thing is, we didn't just start this this year. Honestly, our reputation precedes us. Um, and if you look at, the reputation that Spirit has, honestly, we have a better reputation than Amazon, we have a better reputation than Walmart, better reputation than Target, and I think that went a long way this year to oh. getting us to the point where we could really attract a person.
1: Loyalty relationship.
2: <laughs> and, and, and you'd be really surprised. 75% of our field management come back to us every year. So we're part of the gay economy, but we've got a really good... A good place. Now, that doesn't mean we weren't stretched and we had to do things and we created a number of uh, uh, retention bonuses and and we did we did some adjusting some some wages, which I'd like to do, which I'm very happy we're able to do. But it's also a really good place to work and people have fun. And so, you yeah, know, yeah,
1: I mean, I could see that. Who wouldn't want to work in a Halloween store right around Halloween? I mean, and you think if you've been doing it every year, you'd miss it if you didn't get to do it this year. Right. I could Isn't totally it? see that. Totally. Yeah, exactly. And I always say it's a few
2: more bucks and you don't have to work for Christmas, you know? It's good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that totally makes sense. All right, let's get into some of the fun things. Tell us what the trends are. Tell us what's going on in Halloween. What can you, the expert in Halloween, tell
2: us about what we need to know. Well, uh, you know, Halloween has this magical way of coming at exactly the right time every year. It's just <laughs> when we need it, and True. this year is no exception. True. You know, we're coming coming off of these these many months of you know angst and anxiety, and we need that escape. We need that. We need that place to go. Um, and uh, I, you know it comes out at a time of year where it's crispy and cold but you can still be outside yes and I think that this year is just with Halloween falling on a Sunday it's, uh, a Sunday? it's just turbocharged. Um, I'm not yes. Sunday that night I know I mean. so I think Perfect. you're going to see at Wharton the parties are starting Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> see, pushing the for every one of those. Uh, um, and uh, and so look, it, and, and as I said before, the trends are all over the place. All you know, classic characters, classic Halloween characters, devils and angels and pirates. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, witches are mm-hmm. all well. Then you can get into and you go into humor, inflatable costumes are just the rage right now. America should look very good as a dinosaur. <laughs> I what does
1: that or, mean? Or, or I don't even know yet. what it means.
2: It's an inflatable costume. Essentially, you get into a... Yes. A, it's air-blown, and it, it envelops you. So America's could actually be... You know those uh, balloon dogs that they make? I have yes. one of those costumes, too. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's yeah. Very clever, very funny. So humor is great. Horror. Horror, Horror figures are just... There's a lot of movies that come out again. Jamie Lee Curtis was back in yes. the movie with Michael Myers. You know, she's there forever. Um, and so Michael Myers came out. We had Ghostface, all all these movies are coming back out, just sort of looking for that fantasy, looking for that escape. So humor to horror, pop, pop culture, you know, we're the we're the uh the place for hocus pocus. I don't know if you remember that movie, but uh, yes, those, yes, the, yes. The, those witches are ours and uh nice. uh you know anime has taken the world by storm and uh It's just just Fortnite, of course, continues to be a force. Miraculous Ladybug, if you have any little girls, that's been the best part of the season. marshmallow the dj i mean so many yeah.
0: <laughs> that's funny i have to continue really quick story Barbara. so my 10 year old daughter walks into the room I, I was recovering from uh from a, a medical situation that i was in recently uh sitting on the the couch watching netflix and she says to me daddy all of my fifth grade friends are watching this this thing called squid games like, oh, I have no. I was like, what, what, "What is that?" Was like, "And they're watching it behind their parents' back, Daddy." It's apparently yeah, really big. It's really, it's it's really violent, right? So, no, so it's, it's, and so I went, I went, Stephen, and I watched the first episode, and I sat there and watched all nine right there in that one day. Tell us, so, so when something hits like this, where it's like boom, it just blows up. How does spirits react to that kind of you know immediately viral thing that you got to react to quickly?
2: I'm going back to this question about your, your fifth grade daughter watching Squid Game. What? good Well, the good news is she snitched on her friend, so she's never seen it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, look... Hey, Squid Game, definitely, you know, people will be out in their track suits and they'll be, yeah. it, it, will be a, it, will, it, it will be a costume. But yeah. unfortunately, that one is going to have, you're going to have to sort of piece it together because mm. that came a little bit, we're flexible. I mean, we're fast. We, we can get things that will happen in the summer and we can be ready. Mm. Um, but uh, Squid Game, that'll be next year for
0: us. That'll be next year. Got it. Gotcha. Ah, See, season two. Interesting. Yes. Very two. I love it. Yeah, I,
2: I wonder that. what they're gonna do for season two. I know, man. I'm like, come on, like, what's like,
0: next like, here? <laughs> it's like, please don't jump the shark. I mean, this was so intriguing and
2: psychologically interesting and all that kind of stuff. I guess, I guess, the season two, the guy goes back and he, you know, sort of, you know, uncovers everything. Yeah,
0: know. yeah, yeah. To be clear. some of those masks were crazy. Absolutely. Amazing Let me stuff.
1: reintroduce you. I'm Barbara Kahn. I'm along with America's Reed. This is Marketing Matters. We're joined today by Stephen Silverstein, president and CEO of Spirit Halloween and its corporate owner, Spencer Gifts. And, you know, as I was thinking when you were talking about not being ready for a show that came out, you know, two weeks ago, <laughs> and you're putting out all these stores around the country, et cetera, it made me think, have you ever considered doing, I mean, do you do anything like make your own costumes and put mm-hmm. the material? materials there so oh, that's that you can be just in time with the oh, uh, do-it-yourself kind of edge. Do you do anything like that?
2: Yeah, I mean, I would say, look, there's lots of possibilities. And we sell a ton of accessories. So there's we, we sell, you know, sort of basics. And we actually even have a do-it-yourself decor. So, you know, we have a, a dummy that's poseable until so you can dress that one up oh, if you cool. want it to be whatever cool. you want it to be. So, cool. yeah, I think there's a whole component of that, people being creative about how they put things together. Um, so we have it there for you when you're ready or you have it there just to be a Halloween. So we've got all the latex and the makeup and all the things that you do to put yourself together together. And so, uh, yeah, we're oh, one-stop shopping. That. Yeah, because yeah,
1: I can imagine that's a way to be there, you know, you don't know what to anticipate, give them all the tools.
0: And the other aspect, which it's fantastic idea, Barbara, because there's a kind of thought leadership aspect to all of this as well is like we're going to do spirits camps where we actually bring the kids in and it's like it's basically arts and crafts for for the moment of halloween to create your own costume and like you're really immersing yourself in that experience doing it yourself i love that idea that'd be fantastic <laughs>
1: So let, me, no. so let me ask you a question that we asked um, in our last half hour. And I don't, you may not have to do that because you're so much, you know, it's really in the moment right now. But with the move towards technology and AR and virtual reality, have you had, I mean, I could see how you might not embrace that because right. you got so much to do while yes. you're doing it. But I'm curious yes. what your thoughts are, even, even as an expert in retailing.
2: Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting. And the way I think about our type of retail, we we are old school. We're throwback. We're all about social retailers. I'm going there with my friends, my family, and we're going to have an experience. And so we invented experiential retailing before they called it experiential retailing. So, yeah, I think those all, you know, we think about the technology and virtual try-ons and things like this, that would maybe sort of uh, uh, augment what we are doing, but it's going to be in the store. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like going into that store, and just being overwhelmed and immersed in what's going on, and and all the the animatronics are going off, and the music is playing, and the bells are ringing, and you're just having a, a grand time.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: and that's that's my social retail. It's a, like I talk about. There's nothing like you know that being hands on. Yeah.
1: So, so do you have websites? Do you do any online, or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have we have we're, our website
2: is there, and, uh, but to me, it, it's a small fraction of what we do. Um, and to me, on a website there's the difference between shopping and buying. You buy on a website. I know that I want this and I can access that and it can come to my it can come to my house and I can get it in, in this amount of time. Shopping is going in there and browsing and really being influenced by what 's happening and looking around and, and touching and feeling and smelling and tasting everything that 's there and so it's a, it's a significant piece of what we do, and it's a part, certainly a portion of our brand, and, uh, and we're good at it, but, you know, the real rubber meets the road in the store.
0: Mm, interesting. I love yeah. this idea because I think, to me, Barbara, and I, I, something that I've been working on, Barbara, <clears throat> is unplugging, like trying to just get away from the devices. You know, we're, all, we're always in the devices. And if, you know, for, for me, this moment is like a moment, to Stephen's point, of community, fun getting together, you know taking on a persona, part of this identity that you know the one day of the year you can be anything you want, whether it's a, a warrior princess or a blow up dragon or whatever and it's the power of that like it's almost taking that step back from you know digital and you know all this stuff that we find ourselves so immersed in. So I love that aspect about it and I also just love the idea Stephen, that the, the the quality of the products that you put in the stores, are just so, you know what I mean? It's like this isn't like that plastic mask with the rubber band, rubber band that goes around. Like this is,
2: you know, what I mean? it's like this is serious stuff. What are your thoughts, Stephen? Well, thank you for that. Although, I, in all honesty, we're bringing that back because it's nostalgic. So, oh, okay, oh! vintage, it Eventually vintage comes costumes. comes nice. there's really, a, there's really a thing about that. People collect this stuff, and there is this, pre, you know, so they look at that going backwards in time. But no, we definitely put love into our product. We, uh, you know, Halloween is very, we take it very seriously. It's all we do. Um, and one of the things that Spirit has done, very much so over the years, has applied quality to the costume so that the experience is one that you really feel like you're, you're immersed in. And, and and I agree with you, this point about the throwback, and we've all been inside and pent up, and yes. and, and, and you just, you, you need to go outside again. Yes. You just need to get out there and, 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 and have a social experience. And, you know, Halloween does that in spades. It's great. beautiful. I love that.
1: So, so I'm sure, Stephen, everybody asks you, but what's your costume this year?
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> ladies you know, and gentlemen,
2: the speaks. You know the old story about the cobbler's kids uh, yes. the holes in their shoes? Yes, yes. that's me.
1: yeah that's what i was afraid of you love them all you can't pick one probably (laughs) i'm I'm sure
0: like steven does like how madonna used to do just have like seven uh uh, costume changes during the show (laughs) (laughs) you know but it's interesting yeah i have to tell you this quick story the 2019 um uh halloween barbara i bought from spirits this uh costume from a character named Pennywise, who is an yep. evil clown from a famous book called *It* from Stephen yep. King. And Stephen, I'm gonna tell you, I bought. I'm like, okay, this is cool. I, I really have a big fan of Pennywise. I put the costume on, and I and I go to our neighborhood holiday parade we have a parade that we do where it's kind of blocked off and the kids do a specific route to houses and stuff but i dress up as Pennywise from spirits barbara this is a true story i probably got asked maybe 10 times to take pictures with people who are like Look, can you come here come over here and take. It. i'm like what it's like it was like celebrity because the costume was so good and so there is that you know i remember feeling like wow i can. i feel like I, my self-worth got a little bit boosted because people were like stop let me take a picture with you and then so and so and it's really really kind of like this is what a fantastic costume from spirits will do for you barbara so yeah that makes put sense. out there. <laughs> there social
1: media strategy yeah we were talking about tiktok too do you engage in that stuff i mean you're uh, natural for that
2: yeah <laughs> TikTok is such an influence; it's crazy. I mean, it's it does have a huge influence on trends and conversation, uh, and and Halloween for sure. It's a major major source for us, um, both you know, sort of people posting on their own. And that's one of the things also about Spirit that's kind of getting just, uh, you know, to, to America's point, that's a great story and one we'd love to hear, is how, it tra- how you can transform. And people are always posting their, uh, you know, what they wore or what their, you know, their, their, their Halloween ideas. And there's always, you know, a lot of support for that. You go on the sites, it's just amazing. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, oh, totally. Uh, I mean, crazy. you gotta start having your own TikTok channel for speed. <laughs> oh, <know? laughs> I know uh, people go into the store, try things on. We it's we
2: we have we have a a fan club on Facebook. Oh. We're, we're we're getting there. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. I
1: guess if we're asking too much. You've got to put out, how many stores do you say every single 1400. year?
2: 1,400. And every
1: year they're in different places and you got to deal with all this other stuff. And Americans and I have a long list of stuff we want you to add to
2: your <laughs> yes.
1: already putting this together, you know? It's but impressive. I think it's interesting. You're absolutely right. Everybody's talking about what's experiential marketing. You know, now that everybody's shopping online, there's a big emphasis on what's going to go on to make stores experiential and you've been doing it before they called it experiential i love that or
0: or pop-ups right that was a word that that they invented more recently uh and spirits has been doing this for 18 years i love that and so do it for longer that's just my 18
2: years you know the truth of the matter is yeah the the world sees us as a pop-up. we don't think that way I mean, we're 24 seven, 365 Halloween. It's, you know, it's always going for us. That's just a piece of, of the, the, the relay race is the stores going up.
1: That's what's interesting about it. It's truly an experience. I mean, you really are focusing on the experience, the timing of the experience. Like you said, you re as much as we're trying to push you to do all this other stuff, you're about the in store, you know, you're about the experience and that's, I, I think there's a lesson there for what, when people are talking about what does in, in-store experience mean, what should it mean? This is an example of what it is. It's an event, you're getting a costume, you're yep. gonna try it on, there's yep. music, there's color, You know. there's all this other stuff. That is what it is, really. Yep,
0: yep. and, and to build on that, to, and then get your reaction, Stephen, one of the things I was thinking about to your point, Barbara, was wouldn't it be cool if Spirits could do like, Spirits Academy, where they could actually help other retailers who are trying to do pop-up and do it right and like pass along some of the best the learnings, academy. you know, like exactly, absolutely. Like we've got, you know, 18 years with Steven plus another, you know, however many years in total to tell you how to do this the right way so that you're not fumbling all over yourself. It would be a great sort of thought leadership argument. What are your thoughts, Steven?
2: Yeah. You know, um, you know, we're, Years ago, we, we were in an open book, I wouldn't tell anybody anything because I was, you know, we're building this app. But today, you know, look, it, it's not anything that's, uh, that's rocket science. I mean, it, it's common sense. <laughs> there's a reason there's a gift shop at the end of the ride on Disney. I mean, that's what we're <laughs> going for. Gotcha. And mm-hmm. so when it really comes down to it, you know, yeah, it, it, the biggest challenge in what we do is the temporary nature of the physicality of it. So mm-hmm. it's the logistics. It's, mm-hmm. You know, we're setting up the Super Bowl halftime show. This mm. is what you're doing to put all these pieces together and then break them all down mm. uh, in, the, in that in that time frame. So, yeah, you know, one of the other things, though, you know, when it comes down to it, when you talk about pop-ups, the nature of Halloween, which has so many nooks and crannies, makes it makes it eligible where you don't see the kind of pop-ups for Christmas because right. it's a much more narrowly defined business. Right. And the big guys are pretty good at it, and there's a real mm. reason for it. So no. yeah, but I could
1: imagine if we like make a holiday. I mean a Valentine's Day like spirit and uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now see, you have to get on like, you know, like July fourth, you get yeah. all your July fourth costumes ready. Yeah. I mean, you really could be uh There's a lot of activity for experience. I mean, because I'm really focusing on the idea of it's an experience. It is the part of what it is, is it only comes once a year. You do think about your Halloween costume in advance. You know, like you're saying, it is, it's exciting. It's fun because of that nature. But you could see that being to america's point maybe you don't have to do it Stephen. maybe somebody else could do it but there could be you know like events and experiences around valentine's day or easter or something like that which it wouldn't be costumes necessarily but it would be experiential and it would be physical and it would be in the store you know that part's what would Mm -hmm. be the same agree agree
2: agree
0: uh, Stephen's like, listen, I got, I'm busy, guys. <laughs> <It's
1: Yeah>. a-
2: <laughs> if someone wants to do that, and they want to call us and say, hey, can we buy a cup of coffee.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well we got tons of ideas but i guess you're busy Stephen. and so thank you so much for joining us today and so where can our listeners go to keep up with you where do they find out how do they find out where their spirit store is in their town because it's never in the same place
2: right <laughs> just go to SpiritHalloween.com, and there's a store locator and i hope everybody has a really happy halloween the weather looks like it's going to be great i've already checked it
1: Nice. Oh, that's, we're <laughs> that close. You can check the weather. That's It'll fantastic. Be, it's wow. awesome. Well, thank you very much. That's all we have time for today. A big thanks to Professor America's Reed for being my co-host. We'd like to thank our audio engineer, Dion Simpkins, Chris Tooks, and our producer, Dana Cash. We're here every Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We replay our show several times throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter at SXM Marketing, and you can follow Business Radio at sxm business for information about all our programming thank you all for listening today we hope everyone has a safe and fun-filled halloween this sunday till then this has been marketing matters i'm barbara Kahn here with america's read business radio sirius xm 132